Is it? I think you'll hate it. Because I got to, like, move it in and out and shit? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a... Uh, we're talking about a boat, or if we're getting right into this. Howdy, partners. Hey, hello. Aloha. It's a Verrier podcast, first one in a while. Mm-hmm. More of a long form. We're here with, with Noah Lampert, our dear friend. The one and only. The hello. one and only. Hello. For episode 250, we wanted we wanted episode 250 to feel like something, so... It's a quarter thousand. Yeah. It's yeah, a quarter thousand. <laughs> no one says that quarter thousand. No. It's not a term. There's no one else that we'd rather spend our quarter thousand episodes. Yeah. Quarter grand. <laughs> I'm honored. Motherfucker owes me a quarter grand. Yeah. <laughs> no one says that. That's great. Yeah. Start saying that. Yeah. You're the perfect person because I think you're our most often head on guest and, hmm. uh, you know. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some funny times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some wild ones. Did I see you backstage at Ween? Yes. <laughs> okay. You did. All right. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I was thinking about you with that and I was like, this is really like evidence of, you know, Noah's, what, what Noah preaches, what Neville Goddard preaches, what, you know, all the great masters know about is, is your your thoughts and your intention and your imagination creating this reality for you because what the fuck, dude? I you you know how much we worship I that know. band. <laughs> I'm and, well aware. I and, saw what was happening. And it's just, it's like, it's such a, um, it, I don't know. It, it was so surreal and, and it was happening so fast. I like, I, I didn't believe it was happening. And it's like, it, in those moments, you really have to put your faith to practice too. Like, I'm here. This is a culminating moment right here. Motherfuckers, like, let's be aware, like, breathe it in. Yeah. But, yeah, we got to meet Dean Ween and fucking hang out backstage and like shoot at this concert and just do whatever we wanted. It was like surreal and amazing. That's awesome. I knew it was only a matter of time before yeah. there was a physical yeah. meeting. It felt inevitable. Like it just seemed. <laughs> yeah. You put that much energy in that type of way towards anyone. Love. Yeah, love. And you'll resonate. We are and devotees of yeah. the Boognish and yeah. Yeah. everything. And that's that's clearly how oh, shit works. Oh, our best example of this is the time that Sean and I, excuse me, uh, bought tickets to the Rolling Stones because we were like, we have to see them in our life. And we made a decision like, because Sean had said like, if I don't go to the Rolling Stones, like, I don't know what my life is, like <laughs> what, who I am or what life is about if I don't do this. And so, so that's like, a lot of pressure on Cass to go <coughs> through for a boy. You got to do this yeah. shit. Yeah. Like I'm going to question <laughs> And they're my old. They could have died at any moment. I know. Moment. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And so he's like, we'll be really fucked up if we don't go. And so it's day of, it's been like kind of a stressful day, whatever. And we decide last minute to go, which of course Rolling Stones tickets last minute is a lot of money. Um, but later that week, so we had an amazing time. We're at Madison show. Square Garden. Uh, they were at Giant a, Stadium. Giant, Giant Stadium. Stadium. And we had great seats. It was yeah. like in the middle. Uh, Eighty thousand. The Meadowlands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. We did the whole like, oh well, we don't have kids, so we can justify spending eight hundred dollars yeah, to see the Rolling Stones. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so then within that week, our friend was like. Yo, I'm hosting a private show with Cage the Elephant and Spoon and Beck. Cool. And it was a as a fucking 200 person event and we got to see like all these bands wow. that we love for free. Very up close and personal for free. Wow. Yeah. And so it just felt like the gods being like, we know you are devoted to music. Yeah, you get rewarded in any way if you really put that out there. I wasn't surprprised but pleasantly amused to see that. yeah it's pretty cool it's it's um you know we, we talk about this all the time it's like what gods do you serve it, whether mm. it's consciously or unconsciously because because the gods you serve are going to be answering your prayers and if you're serving just constantly the gods of anxiety and worry and distress like those prayers are getting answered you know because yeah, they hear you loud and powerful co- too right they are yeah 
they they seem almost more powerful than yeah. you know like they yeah. can be gripping yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah 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 so it's like what gods do you serve in terms of like um you know like i feel like when we smoke weed we're we're serving kind of a certain kind of god that is like we're asking for a chiller life and a slower more uh expansive perspective like we're trying to serve those gods and weed is good weed's definitely <laughs> weed is good i've 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 loved to see that's another one in the, like this reality is a little too on the nose for me it's like not only is weed legal now in new york mm. they're like finding out more and more about how good it is for everything like the yeah. environment for our bodies it's like geez got tap the brakes a little I bit like, the funniest thing is when the pandemic first started and it was like things that are good for preventing covid and it was like ketamine ketamine and, and we had just started weed. doing ketamine a little Nicotine. more regularly <laughs> and we're just like what is going on this is too weird you guys haven't had COVID, right? No. Not no, yet. Never got Knock it. On wood. You know, and I have to say, like, we were, all three of us, really good about it during, like, the main quarantine time. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't see anybody. Mm-hmm. You didn't see anybody. Nope. When we met is when we all started coming out of our shell, which mm-hmm. would have been a year ago. And it's kind of crazy we haven't gotten it in that time. I don't. Because we played it loose. You have to be, like. I'm immune. I think you have to be in a state where <laughs> you're not aware of like talking about this with Denise like where you have to like your body responds to your awareness of something being out there and so like that alone can protect you and like raise your immune system to like yeah so do do you feel like when you got COVID you knew it was happening and you let it happen no I literally got off a plane got off of a plane from Turkey traveled the whole world so many I went to the Bahamas went to Turkey before I was all over the fucking place never got COVID Got off the plane the next day, picked up my kids, found out they had COVID that day. So I tested them because I rapid tested them. Then I had to isolate for 10 days. The fifth day I tested positive. And like, honestly, like I know I'm not diminishing how serious it can be for some people. My dad got it too. Um, He had it less bad than me even. Barely lost his mouth for like a day or two. I on a scale from one to 10 let's say the flu is like six or seven in terms of severity, I'd put my what I had with COVID, which was probably Delta at the time, 1.8, oh. 2.1. It was oh, okay. literally like, I was like, this isn't even, I would have gone, if I had a job, I would have went to work. And yeah. like, so it That's wasn't tricky bad. about it. Cause yeah. it's not, it's not severe symptoms for most people unless you have an underlying condition. No, you have mm. to be real. And I was trying to like make the point and you guys definitely are, are even healthier. Like, you have to be almost purposely unhealthy, which a lot of people are in this country. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you really need to be either very old or very unhealthy, I think, to probably end up in a danger zone. I think we yeah. forget well, that a lot of these people – and I've known more people who've died of this, not personally, in the past couple of months than probably the previous year behind this. So it's mm-hmm. not that people aren't dying. I just think, like, they're – I don't know. I don't Probably know. more now because people aren't being as cautious, you know? They this I know it's ripping through the city. I made you guys do rapid yeah, tests like a weirdo. I, yeah. I Joe Rogan style. Joe Rogan style, <laughs> exactly. To get in gain entry. Oh, yeah. very official. Um, it did. But it's 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 a thing, but I think it's probably the same thing it was from the beginning, which is some people, a very small percentage, really fucks them up. Oh yeah. The rest of the people you're gonna be all right yeah and that's like uncomfortable thing but there's a lot of things in life that i feel like are like that and i 
I don't know. We're going into year three, right? Fuck. I don't know. I don't know how much juice they got in these things. I don't know. If it was like the plague, I get it. Like if people was like skin yeah. is boiling and bubbling off yeah. and like it's wiping out 30% of the population, then I'm like, all right, all right. Mm. But I, having had it and like you deal with the fear of having it when you have it. I, I didn't well, smoke I was weed. about to say, I think that's like the biggest factor. Like, yes, people are destructive in their habits, but I think with viruses specifically, more than any other medical condition, there seems to be like an intense factor of like your thought form and the fear around totally. it. How that develops and yeah. envelops you. <laughs> it's a big it's a big part of it for sure. And yeah. That seems to be what I thought was the main thrust of what yeah. COVID was. Because then you it. just let it, you just, those are the narratives that you invest in because those are the ones that you hear about. Of course. You know, that's you what I think go is to killing the worst people. Place, yeah. You know? mm. It's a horrible take. No one likes it. But I really think that is the power. Like if it's your destiny to get taken out by a virus, you're not skirting that number one right number two it's probably not your destiny to be taken out of by a virus like it's just i i I hope it teaches people something about their mind body soul connection because Mm -hmm. it may take things like this to really get people to understand that um I'm certainly taking more supplements and homeopathic stuff than yeah. I ever had. It made me more yeah. aware of things I could be doing that yes. were better for my body. Yeah. Um, on the same token, like I got better eating fast food. Like when my appetite <laughs> came back, I was like, I want Taco Bell. <laughs> Hell so, like, yeah, mate. That so, sounds like, great. You're <laughs> making me want Taco Bell right now. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> so, we basically got fast food and brought it over here. Oh, Country yeah. close. Yeah, we're yeah, like 10 degrees We from got fast champs. Food. We brought champs. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, so it goes both ways, but I feel like for the most part, if you have your fear in check, you're not like 80 plus. Yeah. Even if you are, you're probably okay. But like you're not like really like mm. unhealthy and 80 plus. You're probably going to be fine. Be safe. Don't expose people recklessly. The problem is it just like fucks up your plans. Like, you know, you have yeah. plans to go somewhere or do things. And like something? as people who mm. like can't afford to be like, hey, sorry, can't make that shoot. You know what I mean? We just yeah. have to feel like we have to be a little more precocious right now. And precocious. Precocious Precocious. and precocious. Exactly. Precocious. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I think like, I I mean, it's a great example because it's at the forefront of everybody's experience right now is like slaying the fear around COVID because I think it's going to make you a less reactive person and maybe more responsive and thoughtful. Mm. It's like, how do we apply these lessons to like the women in our lives and relationships and those kind of things? It's because like when you see... That fear running the show yeah. could fucking end with you in a hospital, you know, hooked up to ventilators. Like, wait, where else is fear running the show in my life? Where else? Wh- what are the other aspects of my life where I'm most reactive? And how do I begin to, you know, use the tools that I gained for through COVID uh, to those parts of my life? That's smart. That's kind of what I'm always like looking for, like the as above, so below thing, like. If something applies in one aspect of your life, most likely it's going to apply in other aspects. And if things feel um, out of alignment in in one aspect of your life, there's a way to bring them back by probably using tools where they feel in alignment in other parts of your life. Yeah. 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 COVID's a motherfucker. Whatever. I had (laughs) it. It's fine. It's not going to kill you. It's just you go through the little thing where, like, I didn't smoke weed until I was, like, testing negative so like 
My dad was like smoking cigarettes and smoking weed yeah. like the second day of having COVID. Funny. He's like yeah. old. They, they said diabetes. that smoking cigarettes could maybe help you. Yeah, you push it down. Push the, you push like the bur- stuff down. Burn the virus burn out. The vi- I think it's more the fuck it attitude. Yeah. I'm like, it's yes. the cigarette smokers have a fuck it attitude. That's and what so it they're is. not as attached to a timeline so of what about whatever. All the, I don't really want to talk about this anymore, but whatever. What about all those people who are like, it's not real, it's not happening, and then it's like, and then they die. How many people are there like that? They're so scared that they have to pretend. They have to inhabit a world where this isn't real. They're that scared so that the fear is like comes for them like a fucking tsunami. Yeah. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's all just like building up, building up. Totally. Because that's so like reactionary. Yeah. Like anyone I see that's in that camp still two, three years into this. Like it's not real or whatever. No one thinks that You're the most scared of anyone. No one thinks that. Even if they think it's made by the government or whatever. It's like no No one one thinks it's not real. real. Like everyone knows people who's got gotten COVID. It's just that I think that people are now debating the severity of what COVID is or what we'll tolerate in order Mm -hmm. to like live sort of normal lives like i know if you go to the city now if you don't have your vaccine thing you can't go to a restaurant like yeah. that's a fucking rule i know even for yeah. a school who's five it's pretty bad yeah well and like beyond covid there's so many things that are rising as far as diseases in our country like diabetes and all of these other things well that's you know? also weird cancer the... and mm-hmm. like every year it goes up so much yeah the the weirdest thing to me and we don't have to talk about it after this, is when de Blasio was encouraging people to get vaccines where he's eating Free hamburgers French and French fries and pizza. What And I'm like, bruh. Fuck. Like, so you backwards. probably are going to die from those things. Yeah. And he's like, this is my reward. I'm like, that's yeah. not, don't do it like that. Like, I get it. I like those things too, but like, that's not the We trade-off. want everyone to go out slow and painfully. <laughs> yeah. It's all the crazy. horrible fucking diseases. Well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's like you know, we we could debate like the is this real? The vaccines, this and that. The the reality is, and I think what hopefully people will really wake up to and lead to a revolutionary moment is, we got fucking robbed blind. The fucking treasury was looted by the elites. They, this was this disaster was used perfectly across the board and we we've just normalized a million people in this country dying we normalized people living without health insurance we've normalized like all of this just like beyond belief judgment and negativity and um just being robbed blind by the elite like that's just uh i think that that really needs to be like the narrative that people settle on especially the working class it's like look what just happened to us Look what they just, they distracted us with fear. And I think it's always healthy for people trying to see what's going on is to take a look at the media narrative versus what their reality feels like. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about. If you turn on CNN or MSNBC or Fox News, Mm -hmm. you will be fucking scared shitless about this disease, um, you know, or virus or whatever. But like, if you look around and you just fucking take in the evidence that you can feel, it's not that fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't think so. I saw what convinced me that COVID was bad in New York City was TikTok. Because there was like every third TikTok would be like some young, you know, 20, 30 something being like, yo, all my friends who are vaccinated and got the booster have COVID right now. Like <laughs> literally people were making spreadsheets and I'm like, that's weird. Holy shit. So I was like, all right. It's not good press. <laughs> no. And it was just like for me, I was like, I trust these people who like, why would they make this up? Oh, They're yeah, clearly, totally. They're and like that. Like, 
as yeah, a that's cabaret. how I am too. It's, yeah. uh, y- you got to see who who has a horse in the race. You know, if someone if someone doesn't have a horse in the race, I'm more inclined to trust that person just in general. Yeah, and know? like they mean, yeah, I don't know. The media is the media. I yeah. I try to just pay attention to dolphins games. How I, about I, those dolphins? I can't trust. <laughs> I can't trust ideologues, and when I feel that emanating off somebody, I just like my trust factor with them goes way down. You know, because it's it's like you're you're serving something that that it that has nothing to do with this moment right here. You're serving a convenient story that you've told yourself to make the world make more sense for you. But when I feel like, um, yeah, I'm dealing with somebody who's like you know gotten pulled into some religiosity or politics or fucking whatever fanaticism, my my trust factor they're they're, they're not a good. They're not a good trustworthy ninja to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. yeah, it's scary to have free thought yeah. in a world and stand on your own. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because it's you're risking not being people. accepted. Yeah, and that's like one of the biggest fucking things I think we all struggle with, whether we whether we admit it or not. It's right. like, are we being accepted here? Yeah. Do we yeah, feel it? Yeah. Everyone wants to feel like that. It's kind of like crypto. You just have to like pay attention and make the best decision for yourself because what's right for someone else might not be what's right for you. It should be like that you with know? everything. Yeah. In mm. my opinion, it doesn't necessarily mean there's a it, no consensus. People will still agree about things and yeah. agree together in groups. But uh, yeah, it's usually not a good idea to be swayed by so what else someone else thinks exclusively. You can factor it into what you believe. But yeah, I don't know. I see it's I see it on both sides. It's just weird. And we all do it in our lives, whatever's going on. We get like rigidly focused on a narrow perspective and we can't even see that we're like in it. And like, so I I try to be forgiving as possible, but yeah, I don't know. I don't feel so strongly about it anymore. I'm just kind of riding it out. Well, I mean, the key is not feeling so strongly about anything. Mm. That's where I'm trying to get, you know, like, like that's the Zend out place. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you have to apply that to the hardest thing to apply it to. For me, it's this relationship. It's like, how do I, how do I do the thing I'm so good at doing, threading the needle in every aspect of my life, but these two can make me fucking insane in one second? Yeah, because I care. <laughs> That's you know, yeah, of course. That's like, how it it's works. it's a very interesting dance. Like, and you know, we, we were we were just saying this the other day. How like how like Ram Dass saying, oh, if you're if you're think you're doing good spiritually, go spend a week with, with your, your parents. Family. You know, but it's it's like it's like those kind of things. It's like those little litmus tests are like, are you really fucking with it? And like, for me, it's patience and reactivity. Uh, like, I don't do good with it. For no, it's the same. You guys both have that Sag Moon shit. When he was just before saying, I when before we started rolling, you're like, when I fucking know what's going on, <laughs> and I can't, communicate, am, can't yeah. communicate it. But like, and and what I get frustrated is I feel like I'm communicating it very well very clearly and no one's understanding right you start to sound like an insane person yeah once you get that thought in your head you're like well i basically am an insane so I might person. as well just like, roll with it yeah this is all coming out like <laughs> shit and and i double down on that motherfucker that i hate i really hate this part of me and when i'm not him it's so hard for me to imagine becoming that guy that just like <clears throat> like it's so hard for me to imagine that yeah. dude when i'm not him but i slip into that character so easily yeah me too you know based on reactivity like he's an easier person to be when i'm you know feeling down he feels right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> honor the that truth guy. is like it really Spoke at the time it feels right and like also as bad as my delivery is 
is still not wrong. And like, I'm almost always vindicated on that because I think what you rely on is probably what I rely on. And it's not a holier than thou. And it's not that we don't fuck up. It's just ultimately, you know, you're a good person, whatever that means to you, how you would want to be treated. You try to treat people like that. Yeah, that's it. It's nothing more complicated about I'm do this. You don't do that. It's just if that's the type of person you are. You should be able to trust that what you're seeing isn't solely based on ego or, you know, trauma or something like that. And I think that can lead to a very quick reversal. That's like a very, uh, what, uh, I Ching thing. Like when it gets to its maximum, it flips back to its opposite. Oh, wow. That That's kind of like what I think happens in those moments. I would like to not be so reactive because it just ends up hindering and making it take longer for my perspective to be heard and honored usually and yeah. that's because people fr- want to hear you like i i think that people want to hear your perspective and they want you to trust that they that you heard them or something you know sometimes sometimes someone's perspective is very inconvenient to hear and those yeah. are the moments where it can be difficult to kind mm. of convey that effectively but i mean you know i i know for myself personally if I can do a better cho- job of having the option of not losing my shit, that would be good. That would oh be good. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. That would be good. Well, you just want to do – you want to do the smartest thing, what's most effective. And if most losing effective. your shit is a big detour from you getting what you want, you probably want to It is. It's curtail that behavior. That. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what I basically think I've learned from my most recent experience, which have been very chaotic. But – I do all of these things always show me that it's always you. You're always in, I don't want to say control of the situation, but like you're very much a part of what is happening. You can't even blame, even when people are doing fucked up shit objectively, like you can't only blame them. That's like, that's wrong. Like that's what spun me out on DMT so much Mm -hmm. is I was trying to otherize the experience rather than integrating and be like, well, there's some resonance with what I'm going through to even experience that. doesn't mean I'm the generative source of like all of it necessarily. It just means that like there has to be some resonance there. So I can't just be like, Ooh, these evil parasites got me. And like, it was just this person's energy. It's just, there's components of that where you have to like honor that you're experiencing this, hopefully for a functional reason. Mm. And if mm. you can get to that, it usually moves you through the things. Yeah, it doesn't really help to make anyone the demon in your life because they're no. so, like, life is so much more nuanced than that. And if you're just like, you're just bad, like, obviously, from their perspective, they're not just bad. So if you yeah. can't compromise from the get go, it's going to be a longer road um, to get yeah. to the middle ground, which is ultimately where you'll need to be. Yeah. Always. But it's functional. I, I think all this stuff helps us experience what we inevitably want to experience yeah like that's all i think our lives are it's just like attraction and aversion not in like a mechanical way but like what our lives are we've moved hopefully move towards things that we are attracted to and you know try to develop the proper relationship with things that aren't yeah. fun or re- repelling to people like those mm. that's a normal thing for people to do in life and I think that's all essentially we're doing, but there's a lot of factors and like thinking and feeling that goes into like figuring out what is right. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of trapped in our astrology and the things that like our patterns, you know, there is like something to that and just kind of accepting the tendencies. And I think it's like less about me ever expecting someone else to change and like, okay, now I just need to change how I react to when that happens. You know what I mean? You, you really can only work on yourself. And um, hold better space for someone who might be lashing out because 
I think often your lash someone lashes out out of fear. You know what I mean? Or powerlessness. Yeah, which yeah. is fear. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a wild world out there. You know what would help me and for for this is like some data. You know how there's like like Fitbits. <laughs> there there should be there, yeah. There should be one called totally. like Shit Fit that that just like logs every time you fucking lose your shit. Because if I knew like. Yo, dude, I lost my shit four times this week. Like, what was going on? What was going on astrologically? What was I eating? Mm-hmm. What was I, was I smoking? Was I not? Like, mm-hmm. just these the little yeah. things would kind of help, you know? I shit fit. That's actually not a bad idea. It's, uh, I, it's it would be helpful. Well, can you imagine? I'll keep track for you. Can, can you imagine? Uh, trust like, me, every partner <laughs> in life is keeping track of oh, when they're all keeping, shit fits Yeah, exactly. You just don't like, have that insight. Cass, Cass knows, but I don't. But uh, can you imagine, like, oh, like, I had 20% less shit fits this year. Like, damn, I, I'm doing pretty good. I must have made some good adjustments. I would like, like to know when my shit fits happen astrologically. Oh, totally. Well, Mare knows from a mile away. She's like, oh, I knew you were going to have a rough day this day, you know. <sighs> I look or... at my oppositions for the next, like, three months. It's brutal. It's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why is this always there? And it, it always checks out. I try not to be too deterministic about it because I don't like the self-fulfilling prophecy. So when I look through it, I'm even mindful when I'm like scrolling quickly that this is getting imprinted on my subconscious. So maybe I just like leave it open a little bit that maybe yeah. this is going to be something related to growth. But uh, I don't know, it's pretty, it can be pretty on point sometimes. It's like scarily yeah. accurate. Mary was talking about getting us like an almanac for, like for the year based yeah, on. Yeah, that's smart. Just to have like a preview and an idea. I like I said, I think you want to be careful so it's not like self-fulfilling or imprinting, but at the end of the day, well it's, what about when it's like good good good? Like today's a good day to have a meeting. Like where it's like, okay, today's a bad day to have a meeting. Doesn't mean you'll have a bad day. It's just like this is the day you don't schedule something important. You know, right? Yeah, the electional stuff works. I've never been good enough at reading charts electionally to like ever do that. I know you're good at it. My friend Carrie, who just hit me up today, is very good. I've been like 40 years or something. Um, it's really useful when you can yeah. use it like that. Oh, yeah. It's really weirdly, even for the crypto stuff, like oh, you're yeah. saying. I mean, this year, anyone who's been paying attention to crypto and has any connection to the moon knows what's been happening, which is fucking, it's just cratering on the new moons and going up on the full moons. And four years ago, it was the exact opposite. It was literally the opposite. And so I have no idea what, but it was like too, uh, like you could set your clock to it. Like you put wow. the phases of the moon up on the chart and it's like, poof, poof, poof. so like, who Ooh, knows? That's where you could really help slingshot us into another dimension. Yeah. You just got to believe <laughs> yeah. however it's going to happen. Like th- I'm telling you with the crypto stuff, like you never know. Like I mm. know people who made a shitload of money on Ascoin. You uh, know, I did well on time and <clears throat> other things, but like, it's just you never know. Mm. You got to be open to all the weird shit. You got to be able to take some risk and tolerate some losses and probably get scammed. <laughs> like I remember one time we came up here and you were like, I just lost $5,000 through a scam or something crazy. Yeah. And I, was I like, probably oh, lost shit. this year like 40, 50 grand in scams. But oh, like, my God. I, who gives Christ, a shit? No. Who gives a shit? Like the amount that I mi- I mean, yeah. I don't care. Like It's, it's nothing. It's it's not enough for me to freak out about and yeah. like it's not trust enough me, for you to get out of the game. At that point probably also like that was probably like 10% or like 8% of my what oh, I had. Whoa. So it wasn't nothing. No, no, I know. I just was like, you know, I don't think it's over. It's how I feel now. Yeah. It feels very much like the summer before everything popped off. Like I 
don't think it's over this cycle yet. It will be mm. for sure, and we're probably not going to think it's then either, okay. but I don't think it's now. I think there's one more weirdly parabolic manic phase where it's just going to be like, oh my God, we're all geniuses. Like, look, we did it. Then I think it'll slam down, but I don't think it's going to be as brutal as years past because we've hit a different level. And then, you know, you just chill out and, and tread water until the next one happens, probably in two, three years. And hopefully you have more capital than you did going into this one. And that yeah. seems to be what works. Like okay. that's, that's literally what I'm, it's working. Like, that's, that's the cycle. That's it. You just go through the cycles. It's Fuck. pretty good. Damn. It'll work. <laughs> it works. It works work. if you work it. <laughs> It'll work. You just got to believe. It works if you work it. That's what they say about AA, right? That's Is the, that right? That's what they say about the program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, the, the guy with, that's the, anything. with that. I like the, the lighter thing. Oh, lighter leash? You don't fuck around like that? Ah. <laughs> you, you need that. I've stolen your lighters, and you're good at keeping them. Oh, yeah. I try to keep them in my life. Yeah, he really cares about I them. have so many scattered <laughs> about. It's never fun when you can't find a lighter, and you have a joint, and you're like, well, this is just. And then maybe you have matches. Yeah. Matches are not good. This really comes in handy for, for concerts. Like it's like at a ween show, like a two-and-a-half-hour show. Like, Where did you see them? Where was that? Philadelphia. We were down at the Met in Philadelphia. This like, it's like thirty five hundred seat theaters. Fucking beautiful. We also I we always saw, pass it, but I've never been. Yeah, it's cool. It's um, we saw Bob Dylan there the the week before. It's a great place to see shows because they're a little cheaper there than New York City. I mean, then you have to co the cost of parking or whatever it is and staying and whatever. It's just a pleasure. It's just but it's like, nice. It's fun. Yeah. Where do you stay in Philly? We stayed at this. We stayed at a weird ass Airbnb this time, but. I don't know. Sometimes oh, it was, we stay it was in hotels. Really weird. It was like all um, like there was no check in. It's all code like up to the elevator. It's an elevator code. And yeah. Outdoors and a code. And robots. We're thinking about getting yeah. a place down there eventually. In you know? Philly? Yeah. Like it seems like the type of place where we could go and live the dream. A lot of people think they can live in Brooklyn. But when you start looking at the prices, you can't like I'm going to get a bigger place with a backyard. and It's going to be spread out. That's what we want, but you really—it's hard to do that in New What's York City. What's available there in Brooklyn where they even have that Park Slope? I like, don't know. What is no. it? It's all like millions and millions of dollars, mm -hmm. though. Yeah. Where in Philly, you can get like the same bedroom layout set up for probably like two fifty to three fifty thousand. Yeah. So like a third of the price. Is they near. have cheesesteaks there. Well, you guys are vegan. And they have uh, a lot of vegan places. They have a lot of you vegan know, places. Vegan, vegan, veganity has it's sp only spread. Gonna grow, so. It's spread. Yeah. yeah, veganity and sanity. Veganity. <laughs> for, sanity. Yeah, if we can call in a, another vegan chef to open a good <laughs> vegan restaurant in Philly. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll be your yeah. favorite customers. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We'll hype your shit. Yep. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny. I watched that one. Open to sponsors. <clears throat> oh, that's one of the funniest show. fucking shows I can't ever. believe it's been on so long, but it's still funny. Yeah. It's really... It's is really it still on? Yeah. It's like yeah. season 16 no or some shit. No fucking way. Yeah. That show is still... They must That's look why so I started watching... They don't. They still look kind of good. I <laughs> they mean, look they look good. old compared to like, you know, 15 years ago. But like, yeah, no, it's it's still rocking and still really funny. And uh, I was shocked. I started... I picked it up and like... I think I had seen up to like 10 or 11 and I just binged it. And it was really good. Shout out to those guys. They're They're... They're fucking genuinely hilarious so and have pushed the boundaries. And I think they made their pilot episode for like 600 bucks or something like so that. Good. I love that Danny DeVito, is that who's in it? Yeah. yeah. That he like saw the show and was like, I want to be in this show. And they were going to cancel it. They were going to cancel it. And then they put him on and then everything started to click. 
crazy. Because it was like he was the missing. He didn't come on till season two or something three. But yeah, it was that show is great. It's really funny. Have you seen anything else that's good? Um, I've been rewatching The Sopranos. Ooh, and I watched damn, it. You know how often I'm tempted to do that. I me too. And it was like probably the fourth or fifth time where I really thought about it, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And so I started to do it, and it was fucking better than I remembered it. It's weirder in the beginning because like you don't like like it's like feels like an old show because we yeah. forget how much that show kind of like shaped how shows were made from then. Mm. So it's weird, but like then you get into like oh yeah, like this is the dopest show ever. Like it's yeah. so fucking cool. Funny character show. is hilarious. Like everything is like we tried to rewatch it once and then we got to the part where like Christopher's doing heroin and we're like this is too dark and we turned it off. It gets really dark. It gets yeah, really when, dark. When, when he takes heroin and when then he sits, sits on Cosette, in her dog. Cosette. That that is actually fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. It's what, did you watch he kills all... her dog by just sitting on it. He's like strung out on heroin. That's did, that's crazy. Did you see The Many Saints of Newark? I didn't see it because I read so many bad things about it that I didn't want to watch until I forgot that I read bad things about it because I didn't want to yeah. be influenced. I think it's yeah. good to go in with low expectations, but I think it's worth a watch for sure. It's cool that it's his son, but like... yeah. I don't know. I was never like a Sopranos lore guy. Like I didn't. Yeah, who cares? I was barely paying attention the first time around. I was young, so yeah. like now it's a little more. Junior's such an asshole from yeah. the beginning. <laughs> Him and his mom, Tony's mom, are such fucking assholes. Yeah, they're uh, characters in this movie. Yeah, I'm talking they're in the about. movie, but the movie's not that good. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, so. anything else? It's a shame. Uh, the the little peep documentary is really good. We're a couple of years late to that, but it's good for sure. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a little late to the little people. I started watching the Beatles thing. Oh, oh Get Back was great. Dude. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I'm, it's long. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool footage. It's <sighs> interesting to see their dynamic. They are. It's more like multi-dimensional view of them as like artists, which I hadn't seen. That's cool. Um, Have you been working on music lately? <laughs> I've been gathering music equipment. Um, <laughs> Good. No, I know I've, your studio is starting to look like very fish. It's definitely getting you there. Know. When the monitors come, uh, the rug really set a new vibe. The yeah. rug. I mean, I haven't seen that rug on come drugs, on. but it's going to be a really good drug dope. rug. It's a great drug rug. It definitely <laughs> it has got some deer on it and other decorations. Um, yeah, no, I, I haven't been, but I was re-listening to a bunch of shit I had made last year and the year before. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I actually have like the time and space somehow to actually do this. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've got, I just got that profit in today. It's fucking super dope. Wow. That'll Synthesizer. Be fun. Yeah. It's really nice. That's why like when you feel the spark and call to make music, you really got to do it. Cause it's not always there. You know, you forget that sometimes when it's flowing so easily and right. like, I can't do any wrong. It's so easy. And then like something happens and you're like, mm. Oh yeah, shit. It's yeah. not as easy as I remember it being. I actually have to remember, like, but I mean, it's, I do think like music, like anything, like you have to devote a certain amount of energy to sustain and continue to do it. Luckily, it seems to be one of those muscles that like, you don't have to work out, con like you can go back and like instantly get back into it. Yeah. But you have to cultivate the time and the space to actually be able to like be in that mindset. And if you're not. I don't know. I'm not a fan of forcing stuff. I just wonder if I take it too far and don't like push when I should be. But like ultimately, I have so much shit going on in my life. Like yeah. I don't even get the, the second to think about that shit. Mm. It's like I got to do this now. Then when I have some time, I'll, I'm sure it'll be right for the music and other things. Yeah. But 
Yeah. It's been inspiring to see Maris practice like up close for a year now. It's like I guess the inspiration comes and goes, but you're you're gonna sing every day no matter what. It's so, good to have like, a habit. Like, like that. yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like you you practice every day whether you're inspired or not. Like whether it feels like you have to fucking you can always drag your sorry ass to do it or not. Just yeah. It's like your it. exor- exercise. It's like, it's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You exactly. have to like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to do it if that's what you want to be doing. Yeah. If that's how you want to feel and that's what you want to be a part of your life, you have to do it. Um and I wish yeah. there was something like that I could do for my filmmaking. You know what I mean? Like filmmaking is just like, I'm going to do this big thing and then you rest and then you do this big thing. Like I wish there was, it's kind of putting out a daily podcast, I guess is kind of yeah, like you're that. Doing, yeah, you're doing plenty. Doing not... something over and over again. And and exercise is universally helpful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Across the board. Across the board. It's I'm like really trying to good. figure shit out with me and Sean the other day and Mary was just like he just needed to go for a run like we're looking way too far into this you know it's like he, some energy came out on you that should have just come out like on yeah. the pavement yeah. Yeah. it's crazy <laughs> I forget that that yeah. like I will notice myself getting way more agitated and riled up if I'm not getting it out physically somehow yeah especially men yeah yeah you all wild out here we have to keep streets. the energy moving and you know you gotta testosterone out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's easy to forget that sometimes because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff you can yeah. do that's not that i know there's a lot of distractions that are just putting off the inevitable fucking shit fit you're gonna throw <laughs> if you don't just go fucking sweat your ass off yeah. or whatever the hell it is you need to do uh. i think now i'm about like setting the stage to make it as easy as possible for me to fall into habits I actually want to have rather than not. And I guess that's a luxury of being able to like afford whatever on like a whim. But I think it's more reflective of like, I want this stuff. Like, like everyone has like a, a dream studio or a dream workout room or a dream movie set, whatever it is. Like everyone has that. To actually really feel yourself in that situation and let it like emerge, and it doesn't have to be because you buy it. You could just find yourself in like a dope studio. You could yeah. just like whatever. It's not but about Noah that. does have a new treadmill. I did get a new treadmill. It's really nice. <laughs> and it's I nice used it today for the first time. And it's like I was like, "Fuck, I'm really gonna use this shit." They were yeah. making fun of me. The people who put it in like Denise Helper because they're like, you know, we install these for like all these rich people and they never use it. It's like a clothes <laughs> hanger. And I'm like, yeah, I feel you. But like, I actually like I used the shit out of that bike before. I'm like, I don't want to do. This I think bike it's anymore. good. You like. When you're alone and it's just like can become part of your routine, you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this, whatever you Totally, watch. the Sopranos. And like the yes. thing is, it's like sometimes in the middle of the night, if I'm here alone, which is not that often, but if I am, maybe at one in the morning, because I have energy then, I want to go for a fucking run. Yeah. I can do that now. Like, that is and it's pretty to- fucking And it's rad. like, I know that sounds weird, but like sometimes I have weird bursts of energy in the yeah. middle of the night. I'm like, all right, I wish I could exert this without like... Oh, I wish we had a fucking treadmill. I'd be on that thing every day, especially this time I of like year. I like when you go to this a hotel and you can just like run it out. Yeah. Like, I'll just do two fucking, because it's, it's, it goes for you. All you have to do is decide to get on this thing and try not to fall off. Yeah. And it really does the work for you. Like, yeah, I you won't it. fall. You, you just got to lift your feet. You just got to lift your feet. Like, it's like, really not a lot. You just got to go with it. I like it. it. <laughs> I like running, though. Some people don't like it. I, I found I, I liked it like a few years ago. I, I, I love it. I think it's, I think the treadmill watching something experience is very different from what i think of as running when i think of running like it's out like out no just raw like yeah it's a whole different that's thing. how you i normally do it and just 
That's how I normally do it. But when it's winter, oh, hey, not an yeah. option. You know I'm not going to do that you know shit. How dope that sounds like just watching The Sopranos and fucking I'm just going to run this whole episode. My favorite it's, thing to watch when uh, doing a treadmill is basketball because they're always running back yeah. and forth on the court. Yeah. Keeps you inspired. Yeah, I'll do that with football this Sunday. That's <laughs> yeah. Life is good. I I mean, I, I can't complain. I think, I don't know about other people, but there have been enough rough patches in 2021 for many years to come. I don't think I need that many challenges and obstacles and changes <laughs> lumped into one period of time on the calendar. You're oh, good. Dude, you want to just tell 20, we're, we're around the, uh, just, you know, about the new year. We just want to say like 2022, we had enough in 2021. <laughs> Chill out. A, enough a, of this. A prayer of protection for 2022 and like. And beyond just like enough of this. I don't, I yeah. knew 2021 was going to be, a doozy. I yeah. will say that it felt like like a lot. Like I will say that 2022. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think the general vibe is that the good parts are gonna be much better than 2021, but the bad parts are also gonna be worse. <laughs> Great. So. That sounds. I, can we just keep it like this then? I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need more good. I mean, I probably had the most best days of my life in 2021. But looking back in retrospect, very weird, <laughs> very strange fucking kind of in between purgatory year that we were able to have like these like bursts of like really feeling like family, community, artistic, creative, you know, this and that. But then also like lulls where I'm literally like backstage with Ween and fucking hanging out with Kurt Vile and making movies and like I'm just like, ugh. You know, be, because it's so hard. You didn't so feel hard. that way that night. No, not that night. But like, no, it's just so hard to envision a future where things are kind of like stable. Like, like this has been such a crazy upheaval these past couple of years <laughs> that like, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not hinging it. I'm not, I'm, I'm it's not a, having it's too a test much of hope. Faith. Yeah. 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 In a way. And it's like a, a lot of that. It's waiting for the other shoe to drop type of feeling. It felt like this whole year, you know, I got enough shoes that dropped oh dude, they, they all dropped i don't like all right let's pick dude. these fucking shoes up some of these shoes well this is be. why you got new shoes and you're gonna do so much running in these yeah i like them <laughs> i like them that's exactly what i'm gonna do yeah new shoes running shoes more fitbit less shit fits <sighs> no we want the shit fit fitbit to track the yeah. thing yeah that is a good idea it I would I would like to think that that would make me get better, but I think it would just be well if disheartening. There, if there if there could if this invention existed, then you're just one step away from like doing what they have for like people like my sister with epilepsy, where they have something that knows it's coming and then it neutralizes that signal. So they have this thing called the vagal nerve stimulator that they'll hook up to someone with epilepsy and like if they can detect a seizure, they can send a signal to the brain that just neutralizes. Yeah, it. It I just call that happen. I call that weed. That's basically. <laughs> no, I. For, but, but in the we, moment, it's really hard to remember to say like, do something, take I something. Like weed. we have something called ghost pipe that's really good for like anxiety, supposedly. And like I just forget that it's something I have in my tool belt. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always so hard when you're in the heat of when the moment. When you're angry, I don't even think of weed as an ally. I don't even th like. I, I'm like, no, no, no. It's because that part of you, that ego, it's like doesn't oh, want to. I'm thriving right now. It, it doesn't yeah. want to relinquish its power. Mm -hmm. it, it barely has any power to ex to to ex. Uh, to begin That's with. when I get the angriest is when I haven't smoked weed, 
And it's not because I'm not smoking weed. It's because that can help you mitigate some of these thoughts and feelings that maybe don't need to get taken to sub extreme. Now, on the yeah. flip side is, is if you really are out there and feeling thinking those things, it can exacerbate it too. So I know. Guys were saying that to me the other day. It totally can make. I mean, I know people. You know, if they're dwelling and ruminating on something and then they smoke weed, it amplifies, Forget you know, their it. paranoia or concerns mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it is. So it, it does cut both ways. But I do find it harder to stay in an agitated state of mind if I'm high. Like mm-hmm. if you take an edible, like, good luck. Try holding on to your bullshit yeah, through that. Yeah, it's going to be pretty yeah. uncomfortable. You'll just be on a ride of your bullshit. You don't yeah. have to pay attention to it. You just, it just goes by so fast. You're like, Whoa. Well, well, that's that's the gift of weed. It'll just take you in and through it. If you're a fucking paranoid person and you smoke this, it's going to just take you in and through that shit. It's like, okay, you want to feel like the extreme edges? People of, don't like the People don't like that. No. Well, it's a plant that's asking you to listen. Yeah, yes. I know. I listen. I'm not arguing it's with a that. Lot. I, people, <laughs> there are some people who are very averse to it for that reason. I think, and people who I think are very like well composed and like aware of shit too. I just think ultimately, you gotta like want to really go there. Yeah, yeah. That's why my mom hates it. She doesn't like relinquishing control to a plant that's making you like listen and feel more and not control everything with your personality and with mm-hmm. you know talking. Very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weed, smoke weed, y'all. Green goddess symphony. <laughs> smoke weed. Smoke weed every day. Well, we did another podcast. This was good, right? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Noah, Two. for being our two hundred and fiftieth episode. A quarter thousand. And I feel yeah. like we've been kind of on this journey together. I feel like we started podcasting around the same time. If yep. not Yeah. Pretty much. Right and at I feel the same like time. Th- I think it's also how we became a lot closer friends. Like it's been a portal to us for like, sure. having excuses to come hang with each other and everything. So it's been. A pleasure, and we really appreciate you. Yeah, oh, I really yeah. appreciate you guys. Much more to come. Yeah, for sure. More adventures. But and to we'll... the next three quarter thousand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have you on more episodes of the come up, uh, you know. Yeah, we should definitely lights, right? do that yeah. sometime soon. It's so close. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. and we want to get into live streams. We think that would be really fun to yeah. come up here and like do a Sunday it's live stream really with you. It's really easy. I know. You know how to do all that shit. I just got the computer that can finally do it now, too, because my other one was struggling. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I think it's going to be more and more important for people yeah. to like be comfortable doing that because yeah. some Feels... people are and – you know, not everyone is talking about the same stuff or providing that vibe because, like, a lot of people go into streaming, like, to make money or mm-hmm. to, like, get popular or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that as a platform itself, it is interesting. I'm not, like, a huge metaverse person yet, but, like, I'm sure there will be some integration with, like, how yeah. people portray themselves and, like, p- participate in, like, metaverse activities. But Yeah, I think it'd be fun to have, like, a 3D or is that what it's called? Just like a virtual reality Avatar. camera. Like podcasts oh, that are cap- even like more yeah, interactive. Yeah, that'd be cool. You can project the holograms and stuff into the, is that what you're talking or about? Or we just have like a fucking thing sitting here that's like a 360 camera and someone could just throw on a VR thing and just feel like they're sitting in the room with that's us. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's already going on if it's not. People, right I think, do it, but I think it's like still weird and hard to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I think the idea of so- someone else popping into your living um holographically might be interesting i feel like that is what they're moving to but yeah it would be weird porn will be a thing where they do that totally you just watch some people fuck on your table here that's like what i was (laughs) just imagining like that's what's gonna be it's just gonna be people (laughs) i i I had a friend 
who got the Oculus around the same time I did, which I used for like three weeks and never used again. Um, <laughs> but he would watch the porn in it. He's like, you got to check out the porn. You got to check out the porn. And it's like not – it's like hor- It's like the porn I would never watch. It's yeah, like yeah. highly produced, produced yeah, like yeah. fake tits, like just yeah, totally yeah. like Everything. 90s hard – like yeah. it's, it's insane. And, you know, you can look around and, like, the girls are there. I'm like, dude, I can't ever imagine using this. And he's like, no, I love it. It's wow. really good. I'm like, wow. It's a certain kind of guy that even talks to another guy about what they're jerking yeah. off to. You know what I mean? That's uh, true. I mean, I don't volunteer the information. I'm not averse uh, to it. If I someone just, brings it up, yeah. Yeah, but, but like, I don't volunteer so the information. What are we talking about, man? <laughs> well, he was very impressed with it, and I did not share the enthusiasm. He, he needed to tell somebody. He's, he's like, gotta you check look this like out. a fucking surf. <laughs> <laughs> not my kind of porn, man. It's like, hey, you look like you jerk off Yeah, do you jerk off <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> yeah, good times. Cool, y'all. Well, uh, join us on uh, patreon.com slash church of chill for lots more content. There's so much fucking content on there at this point. I'm, I'm embarrassed that we're only charging $2 for it. <laughs> How are you only charging? What is we're going to change that, so get on there. There's yeah. inflation. What are you I doing? I know. I know. Well, now it's hard to change the price point that we've already established no, it's not. it. But cuz it was more about like let's just get more people to be our friends. I just yeah, I just, well, and also like, I we just, just want people on our Discord. Yeah. Well, we want to be accessible, but yeah. if you feel like giving more, you can always give more. We'll support us. A lot no, of people do and to those people I really I really appreciate it cuz I yeah. I know who you guys are who send a little extra ducats every month or a lot Shane. extra ducats and Thanks to Shane. You should charge five dollars minimum. I think I think what we do is Best worth fifteen or twenty a month. But yeah. we'll still charge two for now. We might change our mind, but help us You'd out. You'd be surprised. People will pay more for things if you just ask them to. <laughs> Especially you guys like you know <laughs> I'm embarrassed. It's horrible. I charge I think my lowest tier is seven dollars seventy seven cents. This is what you get from me. You get access to the Discord. This is not a pitch with this at all, it's an anti pitch. <laughs> you get access to the Discord, which, you know, <laughs> awesome. is which is probably pays for very itself. That's valuable. Good. However, I don't do shit otherwise. I yeah. barely post. I was doing tarot stuff, I didn't do that in like two months. Mm. I was doing live streams, haven't done that in like three months. I was doing Q and A's. I missed the last one, had to do it live on the actual podcast. I'm barely doing it, and people yeah. are like, "I'm." They're free to leave. I make it very easy to leave. Yeah. I I think people want to support people, even if they're not really even doing anything at the time. That's yeah. what I discovered. Oh yeah. Um, it means the world to us. I really do feel like, it, oh my god. What's yeah. Joins Everyone's invited. If you can do two dollars or however much you want. Yeah, you know? I that's, say fuck that, the two dollars. That's people. the point. Fuck no. those losers. What are you doing? Step that's the bread fuck, up. Fuck you, tier. That's the fuck you, tier. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's like you don't really care. We love it all. You can afford more, and you know it. What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> all, all right, right, all right, all right. Cool. Peace, love, and magic, y'all. Love you guys. Peace.